Hi everyone and welcome to your new home for all things pop culture, House of Pop. I'm so excited to start this podcast. I think it's going to be really fun if you're into pop culture and celebrities and gossip. That's what I know best. I'm a self-proclaimed pop culture expert. I've been this way since I was very young. I love celebrities. I love fashion. I love trends. I love juicy scandals. You name it. I love it. So I'm going to break things down, do some weekly recaps of everything going on in the media regarding celebrities. I think it could be really fun, really entertaining. I'm hoping to somehow interact with people who listen. So if you want to message me on House of Pop Culture on Instagram and give me topic ideas or just things you want me to break down, discuss, whether it's the celebrity or a certain scandal, it could be anything. I'm open to it. I think it could be really cool. And I think it could be, this could be a really, really fun new endeavor for me. So hopefully you like what I have to say. I promise I'm not going to be biased. I'll try to be as neutral as possible. I like to look at things from different perspectives. Yeah. So I think I'm going to break down last week's stuff and over the weekend, whatever happened over the weekend, I'm going to talk about this week. And I'm going to try to do another one, hopefully by Sunday. So maybe I'll upload every Sunday. That's my plan. We'll see how this goes. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was the Gossip Girl reboot. HBO Max released some of the cast members. There's no one who's super famous, which I think I like. I like seeing new faces, especially you don't want to see someone super famous and then it kind of just like ruins the character for, for me personally. I do not like that. Um... So this new cast is younger. They're all around like 19 years old, 18 years old. Um, Well, I hope that's how old they are because they're playing high schoolers. And Kristen Bell is returning as the voice of Gossip Girl, which I love. I can't imagine anyone else doing the narration of Gossip Girl besides Kristen Bell. I do wonder how much she's getting paid now, considering she's coming off like the Frozen franchise. I'm sure she's getting a lot more than she did on the first series. Um... The cast is a lot more diverse, which I like. There's going to be some LGBTQ content, which is really good. I'm really interested to see where they're going to take this. I really hope they don't make like a Blair and Serena part two. Like, like they can't. They can't copy and paste. That would be so obvious, and I think fans would be really, really annoyed, and they'd probably get a lot of backlash. So let's hope that they're not going to do that. There aren't any recurring cast members. Like, I don't think Layton's coming back or Chase or Penn. Definitely not Penn. Penn's too busy with you now. I mean, a lot of them have successful projects. Chase is in The Boys. Layton has a, a project on NBC. Um, I think it's called Single Parents. Um, Blake's doing movies. I don't know what the other cast members are doing. They've been pretty quiet. I'm very interested to see what they do with this, especially since it's the digital age now. Like, the old Gossip Girl didn't have Instagram and Facebook to worry about. Now, I really hope we don't, like, have influencers take over Gossip Girl. Like, if they're all influencers, I think that's going to be so annoying. I would really, really hope not. Moving on to my next topic is going to be the Man Music Video by Taylor Swift. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend it. 
Taylor Swift transforms into a man. And it's, it takes you a second to, like, realize, oh, wait, that's Taylor dressed as a man. I mean, she has, like, a beard. They put brown contacts in. She has brown hair. Like, you really wouldn't recognize her. It, they did a really good job, whoever did the makeup. It was really, really good. So they kind of, like, take Taylor as a man, and they put her in different scenarios that, like, most, like, douchebag men could just, like, get away with. Like, man spreading on the subway. And just having, like, outbursts on a tennis course, which Serena Williams got backlash for. They said she was having a tantrum because she was angry. But, like, a man, I think another tennis player actually did it, like, a few years ago, and he did not get, like, fined or anything. So it just shows, like, the double standards that women face. I really liked it. I do wish they took it up a notch. Like, I feel like they could have... Like, after a minute or two of the video, you kind of are, like, used to Taylor being a guy. So you're like, okay, now what? You're kind of, like, looking for something else. I don't know if it's because Taylor always has really good music videos and has a lot of cool cameos and stuff. So it could just be we're so used to, like, so many different little Easter eggs and cameos from celebrities that it felt kind of... The, the video kind of falls flat after a few minutes. But I think overall the video was really, really good. This is Taylor's direct... I think she's, this is the first video she's actually directed, which is really cool for her. At the end, we do actually get, actually lie, they do get a slight cameo. It's just a voice cameo of Dwayne Johnson. He, like, voices Taylor's man voice. Like, you never actually hear her talk like a man. It's just Dwayne's voice. Like, that's, like, cut voice over her voice. And it's just Taylor, like, reprimanding him and being like, you need to be more likable. And you're not, like, sexy enough, which I thought was funny because, like, girls get that all the time in the industry. I thought, but I, th I think the video is a good, I'd rate it, like, an 8 out of 10. Like, I wanted something else. I, I wanted, like, one more look. There's one scene where it's, like, her going down. It's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be, like, the walk of shame. How, like, girls will be, like, shamed for, like, having sex and... And, like, they don't get high fives. They kind of get, like, shunned while men will, like, run down the hallway and get high fives because, like, men getting with a lot of girls is obviously, like, celebrated in male culture and in society in general. So she kind of did, like, a play on that where it's, like, her, like, leaving a bedroom that has a girl in the bed and then she's running down the hallway and there's a bunch of different color hands just, like, high-fiving her. I thought that scene in general could have been cooler. It wasn't very... Like, even though the hands were multiple, multiple different colors, I feel like it could have been more, like, eye-catching in a way. I felt like it kind of falls flat. Like, I wish they, like, emphasized on that scene a little more, added some cool effects. Even, like, maybe an outfit change, just, like, something cool. I don't know. If you have, again, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend watching it. I think it, it was really, really good. Also, while we're on the topic of Taylor... There's been, if you, if you know anything about Taylor, is that she loves Easter eggs and she always teases something. Like in the man music video, some fans pointed out that there's like graffiti of the man on the wall and then like the male Taylor Swift. I think it's called, I think they named the male Taylor Swift Tyler Swift. So Tyler like pees on the wall and like the blue paint of the man kind of like gets ruined and it starts dripping down and it starts to look like this May. So I feel like there is a chance that she's releasing something this May. She just released a documentary about herself on Netflix in January. So I feel like it wouldn't be an album, 
if anything, it's going to be a song, maybe? I'm hoping. And then there's also, like, karma written in random places in the video. And then there's people who were... There's an influencer from TikTok who is wearing a karma sweatshirt on her recent post after making a cameo in the man music video. So I think karma might be the next single or something. Karma means something, whether it's the album name or it's going to be a single. So I'm excited about that. I I'm I like how these artists are just like are just like pushing new music like every couple months now. It's not like you have to wait for like two years for the artist to make an album and then do the whole rollout. It's like, all right, I dropped an album and now I'm gonna drop another single in a couple months. I guess that just has to do with, you know, the digital era of streaming. You know, we listen to so much music now. Like what we listen to new music on a weekly basis, so it's just if, I guess if you don't release, you kind of get forgotten about, which happens to a lot of artists now. I feel like you can look at artists like Liam Payne, who that poor guy, that poor Liam Payne. I feel so sorry for that. Actually, do I? He's a little problematic, so maybe I don't feel that sorry for him. Um, yeah. If you guys don't know, he only sold eight thousand copies of his album. Just to put that. <laughs> Just to compare that with another One Direction member, Harry Styles sold like 400,000 his first week. So that's a big, big, big difference and kind of embarrassing, especially since you're coming out of One Direction, who was one of the biggest boy bands in the world. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Anyway, to get back to Taylor Swift, I think, I'm hoping Taylor releases the music just because I feel like Lover, it didn't really age well. It was very colorful. It felt kind of cheap. It was, it was her trying to be, like, to force this idea that she's in a happy place. Maybe she is. Like, that's great. But it just didn't feel genuine. It felt really forced. I mean, she, like, stuck to this, like, colorful pastel aesthetic. And then suddenly now it's, like, all black and dark again. So maybe that's going to be the karma era. She'll go back to, like, her reputation aesthetic and be all dark and emotional. I don't really care what the aesthetic is. I just want, like, good music. Taylor is 30 now. I want, like, a mature Taylor Swift. I think Red and Reputation were kind of her more mature albums, so I feel like if she combines them, it could be something really, really cool and really good. So that's what I want from Taylor. If you guys want, I can go into Taylor for, like, an hour. So if you want me to do a whole podcast about Taylor, I will happily do that. Just let me know. Again, you can follow me on at House of Pop Culture on Instagram. DM me, comment on a post. I don't care. Just let me know somehow. Again, I'll follow you back. So my next topic I wanted to talk about was Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber released his new album, Changes. It's doing okay. It reached number one. Um, if you haven't noticed, he's doing a lot of interviews, promoting it. He did a series on YouTube called seasons it was really good I kind of felt like it was short it was only 10 minute episodes and there was a, there was I think 10 of them and I just felt like there's a lot of people talking at us and it wasn't really Justin talking it was just like his wife his like lifestyle coach life coach whatever he is Scooter his management Allison his other manager they were just talking at us telling us that Justin's changed. He's in a good place. You guys should really buy his music because he's a married man. He has Christian values. But if you haven't noticed, that was the same exact thing they were going with during his Purpose tour. I mean, Purpose era. How he was 
a changed man, how he stopped getting arrested and stopped being drunk and stopped partying and he was a good Christian man again. And so it just, it feels repetitive, it feels redundant. Like, like Justin, like, it's not that I don't want you to be happy and I don't want you to be in a good place, but I just don't really believe you. I just feel like everyone is forcing him to be in a good place. And I think, I think health-wise, he is somewhat better. He looks better. But I just feel like the pressure of this tour, like after five, six months of touring, I feel like he's just going to fall back into his old patterns or just kind of have like some kind of breakdown. If you guys also haven't noticed, he just downsized some of his arenas. He was going to do a stadium tour, but he actually couldn't sell out a lot of these arenas. So they switched it. I mean, a lot of these stadiums, so they switched it to arenas. And they blamed the coronavirus, which I think is so funny. But if you, like, looked at his tickets before they announced it, there was only 30% of the venue sold. And they said sold out on the thing. Like, on the website, it said sold out. But if you open the stadium, like, venue seating chart, it said there was, like, only 30% of tickets sold. So, honey, I don't think that's a sold-out tour, which is probably why now they're changing to arenas because Justin Bieber can fill up an arena but I don't think he has the hype anymore to fill up stadiums and why do we think Justin Bieber can't sell out stadiums maybe because I think his brand is cheaper now like his the Bieber name doesn't mean anything anymore you don't hear people people like screaming oh my god I love Justin like they used to I think everyone's kind of watched him fry himself out for 10 years and they're like okay whatever I'm not going to watch you lip sync for another two hours on tour when I can watch Harry Styles actually sing live and be engaging with the crowd. I would say Shawn Mendes is doing really well and he can be compared to Justin Bieber. He's kept a clean image. He He's selling out all his arenas. So I think Shawn, Shawn might be coming for Justin Bieber's neck, to be honest. But we'll see. We'll see, I guess. The next topic I want to talk about is Harry Styles, since I just mentioned him. He did an interview with Howard Stern. It was like an hour long. I recommend listening to it or watching it. It's on YouTube. It was actually really good. Howard Stern is like so annoying. Like I do like it like like his show. I do listen to his interviews and watch his interviews on YouTube just because like he has some really cool celebrities on but like he was really trying to get uh oh my god I almost said Justin Bieber he was really trying to get Harry Styles to like admit to being a womanizer and like sleeping with all these women and like Harry you can just tell Harry was so uncomfortable he was like what he was like I'm not like that like and you can tell he was trying to like change the conversation and Howard just really wanted him to be like yeah I'm a player I fuck all these girls and if anyone is, like, a fan of Harry, like I am, like, you know, he's, like, not really like that. He doesn't really talk about his personal life, his love life. And, like, people are always trying to sexualize him and, like, make him out to be, like, a bad boy rock star. And he's just, like, not that vibe. I mean, like, his whole, like, s- slogan is, like, treat people with kindness. It's not, like, fuck bitches, get money. That would be amazing for his next era. Wow, Harry Styles' slogan should be fuck bitches, get money. That would be so fucking funny. Um, yeah, I like Harry's new album. It's really good. 
I think if, if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. Um, he, in this interview with Howard, they just talked about his, like, knife, what happened with him. He got, like, robbed at knife point, and he said it was, like, multiple guys, and they just, like, asked for his phone, and he wouldn't give his phone, so as soon as he saw a car, like, drive by, this happened in London, by the way, he, um, he, like, ran and took off and tried to get into the car, but obviously, like, someone's not gonna let a crazy person from the street get into their car, and you probably don't recognize this Harry Styles banging on your window, so then he just, like, ran, and he actually got away. It could have been really bad. I mean, he could have gotten beaten or worse. Imagine if we, like, lost Harry Styles. I would be heartbroken. He seemed, he, he seems in a good place, though. He, he uh, seemed very lighthearted on Howard. I didn't realize, like, I wish these One Direction boys, like, really talked about that whole, whole experience in One Direction. Because the way, like, Harry talked about it, and also Howard, uh, sorry, to, going off of that, Howard brought up Simon Cowell, and Harry was kind of, like, you can tell he doesn't love Simon Cowell, which is, like, so weird, considering, like, Simon, like, was their father, basically, while they are in One Direction. He, like, made those boys a star, the stars that they are, and I don't know, I got weird vibes. Listen to it and let me know, because I think, I think those boys do not like Simon. Simon apparently was really mad when, like, when Zane, I think, left, and then, and then Harry went, like, a totally different way with the sound, and I think Simon was annoyed with that. I mean, Harry could have went, like, the super bubblegum pop star route, and he didn't. He's kind of more, like, rock, which I like. It makes him different. There's not a lot of young artists who are doing the rock vibe. So... I think that's good, and I hope to see Harry start doing movies again. I thought he was really good in Dunkirk, but he said that he said that he's not really interested in acting unless it's like a certain project. So I don't expect him to become like a movie star or like try to be a movie star like Justin Timberlake has so desperately tried to be. Yeah. So now I'm going to talk about Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato just released her new single for her new era called I Love Me. This is her first single from her comeback. This is her first single since her comeback after her overdosing and she almost died, which is really scary to think about. She also changed her management. She used to have the same manager as the Jonas Brothers. I think his name is Phil. Well, I think, I don't know if she dropped him or they dropped that management team dropped her because she was spiraling. I don't know. I don't really know the full story. I'm hoping the more she talks about it, the more we'll get. But basically, she kind of like exposed him on Ellen, which I'm like so happy about because obviously if she's like spiraling, like obviously there's something wrong with her team too. So apparently like every time she would go to like an interview or do like some kind of like daytime or nighttime talk show, in her dressing room, they would remove all the sugar, like, like not even fruit. They would, like, only have, like, water and, like, healthy, healthy snacks for her. And then in hotel rooms, they would take away her phone so she couldn't call room service. Someone with an eating disorder, that can be extremely triggering. She 
they were basically controlling her because they wanted her to stay skinny and not spiral and not bingy in the in her hotel room or in her dressing room before like going out on a talk show. I, she seems like in a really good place with Scooter. Here's the thing. Scooter is problematic. I mean, if you're Taylor Swift, Taylor, oh my God, I can't talk. If he's a, if you are a Taylor Swift fan, then you probably hate him because he stole Taylor's masters. You know, he kind of like bashed her and tried to turn things around on her in the media. But he's had clients like Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, now Demi Lovato, Kanye West, all these people, they've all gone through like traumatic breakdowns or like experiences or just just some kind of trauma and yet he manages to pick them back up and they always come back on top. So whether you like Scooter or not, he does manage these people pretty well. I mean, Ariana had one of the biggest eras of her life. Justin Bieber probably shouldn't shouldn't be as big as he is. I mean, he, he really was a train wreck in, like, what was that, 2014? 2013, 2014, maybe all the way to 2015? When did he release Purpose? I think he released Purpose in 2015 or 2016. No, I think it was 2015. So, I mean, yeah, so 2013, 2014 was probably a hot mess, Justin Bieber. I could, I can't even imagine, like, what his management had to deal with. I mean, Allison in his documentary said that they, he almost, like, they weren't sure if he's, he was going to wake up sometimes. But, yeah. So I think Demi... Demi's probably going to have the best era of her career. Um, I Love Me, her single. It's actually really good. I think she kind of oversings the chorus on the second verse, like the second chorus. She, it's like a lot of her vocal layers, and, like, you know, like, Demi has a powerful voice. So, like, when she wants to, like, belt, she'll belt the crap out of the song. And I feel like for that song, it would have been better just to have, like, minimal layering especially for like the second chorus just because you know choruses are like the hook if you don't get the if you don't get the chorus then you're not gonna like the song but I, I would rate it I would give it an 8 out of 10 too the music video is really good she kind of has all these little easter eggs in it like she'll have she has like backup extras that are dressed like the Camp Rock cast which I thought was like a really cute little like Camp Rock easter egg which was cute she also had three boys who, like, had these cool blazers on that kind of resembled the Jonas Brothers. And she kind of looks back at them and smiles, which I thought was nice. Because there's, like, there is beef with them, but I think, I'm hoping that they, like, somehow work things out and get back together. I don't know what the beef is. I would love to know more about the beef. There's rumors that it's because Nick and Demi were both supposed to come out as bisexual together, but instead Nick married Priyanka and that really pissed off Demi. So, I don't know. And if she's saying that Phil is really controlling, then maybe that was his plan to have Nick marry Priyanka. I don't know. That, that's just the rumor. Um, I'm really excited to see what her next sound is for this era, because she's usually more like rock or soul, so this first single kind of sounds like Sorry Not Sorry, which is like more poppy, so I wonder if her whole album's going to be poppy, but I feel like it's not. I'll probably have some R&B influences or some soul influences. I hope we get an Ariana Grande collab with her. That's been, like, long overdue. She's really, she really, really, really needs to do that. Speaking of Ariana, apparently there's a Lady Gaga collab coming out for Lady Gaga's 
new era, which I'm so excited for, if that's true. I really hope it's true. Yeah, so, so I think my episodes are only going to be about 30 minutes. I'm going to keep them on the shorter side just until I figure out my flow and how I want to organize and structure my podcast. I think it'd be fun just to like end my podcast with like just some quick media stuff that's going on. So Liam Hemsworth was spotted with a new girl. If you haven't seen that, check that out. They're both like so fit and so pretty and just like genetically unfair. Um, I think Miley and Cody are still going strong. Woo! Um, Selena Gomez is like doing some talk show circuits for her new album that just dropped Rare, but she's also dropping Rare Beauty, so you can keep an eye out for that if you're a Selena Gomez fan. Megan and Harry were stepping out for the first time since leaving the U the whole royal family thing, which is so crazy and so interesting. And Megan looks so pretty. She wore a red dress and she wore a green dress and she also wore this really pretty blue dress. Like she's wearing these bold colors. She's like, I'm gonna outshine all these royal bitches and I don't care. And she, you know what? She looks so good and Harry looks so happy. So I'm just like, I wish them the best, honestly. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? Hilary Duff was supposed to star in the Lizzie McGuire's uh, reboot on Disney Plus, but, but, Disney Plus decided to put a stop to it because Hillary realistically wanted, like, a 30-year-old Lizzie McGuire to, like, not live in, like, a PG world. She wanted, obviously, there to be, like, PG-13 or, like, content because, you know, she's a 30-year-old woman, and Disney apparently didn't like that, so they, like, fired the original creator, so now they're looking for, like, a new writer, but Hillary is adamant about their, about the show being PG-13, which I agree because we don't want to see a PG Lizzie McGuire. Like, she's 30 years old and all the fans of Lizzie McGuire, we're all, like, older now. Like, I'm 23. So I don't want to see Lizzie act like a 14-year-old. I'm not interested in that. And apparently, I forgot, oh, now I forget who said it, but apparently Disney Plus did not want, like, LGBTQ content. And Lizzie, uh, Lizzie, <laughs> Hillary kind of, like, hinted and was like, yeah, sounds familiar. So I'm guessing, like, Disney Plus is really being conservative and, like, doesn't want, like, which it doesn't make sense because there's some shows who are, like, with killing on it. Like, you can't have a gay couple make out at Disney Plus? Like, come on. I'm just mad because they use Lizzie to, like, advertise for the new Disney Plus streaming service and now it's, like paused like we might not even get it hillary was trying to pitch since hulu is owned by disney she's trying to get it moved to hulu just so it can be you know pg-13 or r or whatever she's trying to get which i think is fair i think hulu should buy it i, I need the liz mcguire reboot like i need it it's gonna be so good so another thing that happened today actually um, it's actually really cute. Blue Ivy went to, like, a basketball game, and she wanted LeBron to sign a basketball for her, so she, like, was, like, like talking to her dad. She's like, Dad, can you, like, ask him? And, like, he, he was like, no, Blue, you have to ask him yourself, which was, like, a really cute, relatable thing. Like, wow, Blue Ivy, you're, like, shy, too. 
but like she was wearing like $800 Fendi boots so like obviously not that relatable but yeah it was like a cute little moment if you haven't seen that video check it out it's cute so that's basically it for this first podcast I know it's a little rambly because I'm just kind of rambling on which you'll have to get used to because I like to do that but if you guys have any topics again message me at house of pop culture I'll happily happily talk about it I'm going to still figure out the flow of this, what I want to talk about, how I'm going to structure this podcast. I think it'd be really fun. Hopefully I can get some guests on, maybe talk about it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this goes, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in this Sunday for another one.